0: Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we're going to be talking about my do not draft wide receivers for fantasy football in 2021. Inside today's video, I'm going to be going in depth on three wide receivers that, based upon where they are going inside of drafts right now at their current ADP, I believe to be do not draft wide receivers. But before we get into the in depth breakdown, the deep dive into these wide receivers, I would like to ask if you are new to the YouTube channel and you do end up enjoying today's video, to please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below. Not only is it free, I put out this content every single day to help you guys win your 2021 Fantasy Football Championship. And while you're down there, whether you are new to the channel or not, please make sure that you hit that like button down below to help boost this video up the algorithm so that more beautiful people like yourself can see today's video. I would also like to let you guys know that my rankings are available for free on Osmo.com as well as the articles that I write every single day are available For free make sure you check out the link in the description or in the pinned comment to my articles as well as my rankings that are all provided to you guys for so without further ado let's get into my do not draft wide receivers for fantasy football in 2021 but before we can break down all of these players i want to let you guys know that a do not draft player in my opinion in this case obviously it's a do not draft wide receiver it does not mean that you just cannot draft this player at all what i'm hinting to is that it is a player that i do not want to be drafting based upon where they are going at their current draft price at their current ADP if one of these players was to fall maybe around maybe two rounds then I would be perfectly fine paying the discounted draft price for them but based upon where they are going right now I do not want to be targeting them in my fantasy football draft so let's get on into it the first wide receiver to be discussing today is wide receiver of the Seattle Seahawks Tyler Lockett underdog ADP right now Tyler Lockett is the wide receiver number 15 coming off the board overall pick 34.10 so he is one of the final picks of the third round sometimes he goes in the early fourth round now Tyler Lockett's season last year was a complete and utter roller coaster. If you look at the stats on the season as a whole, Tyler Lockett looks like one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. He looks like he's going to be poised for another great season in Seattle this year. If you're just taking a look at the stats, which I'm going to bring up right now, in 16 games last year, Tyler Lockett was the wide receiver number 8 in PPR and the wide receiver number 9 in half PPR and wide receiver number 11 in standard, averaging 16.6 PPR points per game, 13.5 half PPR points per game, and 10.3 standard points per game meaning from a points per game perspective he was the wide receiver 12 in ppr 12 and a half ppr and the wide receiver number 16 in standard those all sound fine and dandy those numbers will make you think hey why do you not like tyler lockett he's going as wide receiver number 15 we saw him finish as a top 12 wide receiver in all formats last season why do you not like tyler lockett and it is very very simple in my mind the reason why i don't like tyler lockett is because of how inconsistent tyler lockett is gaming And Game out if you look at his game log, which I'm going to display on the screen right now You can see that in week number one He was wide receiver number 20 week number two wide receiver 11 week number three wide receiver number one So that looks really good wide receiver 20 11 then number one in half PPR But then after that you see him go from dropping 37 half PPR points in a game up against Dallas to going up against Miami in week number four and scoring 5.9 Half PPR points, wide receiver 76. And then you're thinking, you know what? That's one down game, right? He's down. He is bound to bounce back, right? He played like shit. He looked really good earlier on in the season. Then week five, up against the Minnesota Vikings, 8.4 points, make him wide receiver number 50. Then the next week, he has a bye-week, week seven, up against the Arizona Cardinals. He drops 50 three points. He's the number one wide receiver on the week. Then after that, it's 7.3 wide receiver. Number 53, eight points wide receiver. 61, 11.6 points wide receiver. 32, 21.7 wide receiver. Number 10, 5.3 points up against the Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver. 71, points, wide receiver 44. The next week, wide receiver 42, followed by 65, followed by 60. And then the last week, week 17, up against the San Francisco 49ers, he is wide receiver number 5 with 33 half PPR points in that game. What type of consistency should we be able to see from Tyler Lockett this year? I'm not too sure we're going to be able to see that. This is the most confusing game log you have ever seen because there was no... Kind of consistency with it. When he plays up against a bad team, he may beat them down, but then the next week he plays up against another bad team and he plays terrible. Then he plays the best defense in the NFL and the guy is completely dominant. He is in, he's out, he's up, and he's down. And Tyler Lockett is just way too confusing to have week in and week out in your lineup. If this inconsistency continues into 2021, which is what I'm going to project, then every single week I'm going to come on to the rankings video and tell you guys that. That I'm not sure about Tyler Lockett because this guy is either going to take a dump on the chest of your fantasy football roster Or he's gonna do the exact same thing to your other team that you are playing up against So you're either gonna be very happy or very disappointed with Tyler Lockett And I understand a lot of people like these boom bust players for the roster because Tyler Lockett can win you like four or five weeks On the season by himself because he could drop 40 plus points in those games But why are you looking to draft such boom? or bust potential in the third round. A big type of analysis that I bring up on my channel is my thoughts on the early rounds of drafts, rounds one, two, three, and four, which is what I will categorize as the early rounds. I believe early on in your draft, you should try to keep it as safe as possible. You should be wrapping a metaphorical condom, a Trojan over your roster, because you wanna keep it safe. And then after that, After all of that safety, you can go as risky as possible after that if you want, but taking a risk on Tyler Lockett who I believe is going to be on a much more run-heavy Seattle Seahawks offense, which is what Pete Carroll has been talking about during the offseason, what Pete Carroll wants to do, then I'm not too sure how there is value really at all on Tyler Lockett as the wide receiver number 15 off of the board. Now, if you look at his stats, his targets, his receptions, his touchdowns, his receiving yards, they all look great. 132 targets, 8.3 per game, ranking 11th at the wide receiver position, 100 receptions, 6.3 per game, ranking fifth at wide receiver. He had a 1,054 receiving yards, 65.9 per game, ranking 15th and 10 total touchdowns on the season, ranking seventh at wide receiver with a 24.6% target share in the Seattle Seahawks offense, ranking 15th at wide receiver with a 19.8% red zone target share. So all of those numbers look amazing. But when you really pull back the curtain and look at this situation, it looks very, very worrisome for Tyler Lockett. Like I said, I really do believe that Pete Carroll is going to try to run the ball a lot more this season. That's all he's talked about. And it is possible for that to happen if the Seattle Seahawks defense looks like it did down the stretch of the season in comparison to how it did at the beginning. Because at the beginning of the year, the Seattle Seahawks defense was complete and utter dog shit. They weren't able to do anything. And then deeper down in the season, we saw them try to run the ball a little bit more. So maybe if they start running the ball more, then Tyler Lockett will struggle, and with the inconsistency that we already saw with him in 2020, I... Am so out on Tyler Lockett this season. But before we get into the breakdown of the next wide receiver, I would like to ask if you guys have ended up enjoying thus far to please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below. Again, not only is it free, I put out this content every single day to help you guys win your 2021 Fantasy Football Championship. And please make sure you hit that like button down below as well. Next up, we have wide receiver of the Cleveland Browns, Odell Beckham Jr. Wide receiver number 28 off the board on underdog overall pick number 56 Point ninety, so he's a fifth round pick right now which is surprising it's surprising odell's tenure in cleveland has not looked very good at all in my opinion in seven games last year he was the wide receiver number 89 in ppr 85 and half ppr and the wide receiver number 75 in standard so you might think oh he got hurt how did he look in those games So i want to look at the points per game basis so he was averaging 12.4 PPR points per game, 10.8 half PPR points per game, and 9.1 standard points per game. From a points per game perspective, he was the wide receiver number 39 in PPR, 35 and half PPR tied with Cooper Cup and Sterling Shepard, and the wide receiver number 25 in standard tied with Terry McLaurin. Now, I do not personally believe that Odell Beckham Jr. has lost all of that pizzazz, has lost all of that Odell that we saw a bunch of years ago in New York. I think he's still a very similar player to as he was in New York when he made that one-handed catch in his rookie year, when he was one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. And I'm not going to stand here and discredit Odell Beckham Jr. because I still believe that he is a talented player. But at the end of the day, Cleveland is not the team that is going to make Odell Beckham Jr. have all types of fantasy football success. And the reason behind it is because this is a run-heavy offense. Once Kevin Stefanski took over last season, it was basically written in stone that this was gonna be a run-heavy team. Kevin Stefanski in Minnesota is the reason why Dalvin Cook was pounding the rock seven zillion times a game. And the Cleveland Browns have two of the best running backs in the NFL in Kareem Hunt, and Nick Chubb, so why wouldn't you run the ball at a very, very high rate, and that is exactly what they did in 2020, and that is exactly what they are going to do in 2021. Now, I did watch a video on YouTube about Odell Beckham Jr. and Baker Mayfield last season, and a lot of the blame for the kind of demise of Odell Beckham Jr. when he was playing was because him and Baker Mayfield were not necessarily on the same page, but how do we know that in 2021, they are going to, it's all going to click. They're going to be exactly on the same page. I'm not too sure. And on such a run-heavy offense with Odell Beckham Jr., I don't really see a reason to draft a guy who in Cleveland just has not shown anything. And he continues to get drafted in the fifth round. In a lot of leagues with your friends, your family, everyone knows who the fuck Odell Beckham Jr. is. Everyone remembers Odell and all the good days in New York. So they draft him even higher than the ADP because they think Odell is Devontae Adams, is Stephon Diggs, is Tyreek Hill when it comes to fantasy football production, and in my opinion, those days are long gone for Odell Beckham Jr. to be a reliable, fantasy football option now he's coming off the board at wide receiver number 28 which isn't the worst price to be paying but that's on underdog on yahoo on espn on nfl with more casual players odell beckham jr gets drafted much higher than that because a lot of the normal audience of fantasy football still heavily believes in odell beckham jr last season in those seven games he had 43 targets he had 23 receptions 319 receiving yards four total touchdowns and a 22.2 percent Target share in the Cleveland Browns offense, 25.0% red zone target share. And he just didn't really do all that much with what he was given. Like I said, he had 43 targets with just 23 receptions. And I know some people will blame the connection not being there on Baker Mayfield, but if you look at the efficiency numbers, for Odell Beckham Jr. on player profiler, you can see that the target separation was 52nd highest at the wide receiver position for Odell Beckham Jr. The average cushion was 66th at the wide receiver position. He had a 20% dominator ranking, ranking 56th at wide receiver. So he really wasn't that productive last season. And I very much worry about odell beckham jr on a very very run heavy team i still think the talent is there if he wasn't on cleveland if he was on a different team that was maybe a lot more pass heavy that'd be all in on odell beckham jr but right now based upon what we've seen out of odell in cleveland i just simply cannot click the draft button on odell beckham jr staying in the same division with the afc north we have wide receiver of the pittsburgh steelers juju smith schuster underdog adp wide receiver number 37 off the board overall pick 76.90 and his adp is slowly rising up a couple of spots over the last month now juju smith schuster is one of those wide receivers that last year i was not All that excited about. A lot of people were super duper excited about Juju last year. And I told you guys to kind of temper your expectations a little bit. I was all on board of the Deontay Johnson breakout season. We were talking about Chase Claypool a decent amount last year. Chase Claypool showed out. Deontay Johnson showed out. And that kind of leaves Juju Smith-Schuster in a very bad spot as the wide receiver number three. I believe in targets on this team. Deontay Johnson is going to suck in those targets, like he's Kirby in Super Smash Bros, and then Chase Claypool, he scored a bunch of touchdowns last season, so what if Chase Claypool's targets go up, right? Claypool's getting more targets, Deontay Johnson's getting a similar amount of targets, then Juju Smith-Schuster is the wide receiver three on the Pittsburgh Steelers. The wide receiver three. He went from on top of the world with Antonio Brown to after Antonio Brown left. Everyone is clamoring for Juju Smith Schuster, and he's not able to put up the numbers. And he went from being the wide receiver two, he became the wide receiver one, and now he's the outcast at wide receiver number three. In 16 games, he finishes the wide receiver number 16 in PPR, 18 and a half PPR, and the wide receiver number 22 in standard. But those don't really tell the tale because from a points per game perspective, he was wide receiver 23 in PPR, tied with his old teammate Antonio Brown, wide receiver number 27 in half PPR, tied with Curtis Samuel, and the wide receiver number 32 in standard tied with CeeDee Lamb and Nelson Aguilar, averaging 14.6 PPR points per game, 11.6 half PPR points per game, and 8.6 standard points per game. From targets last season, he had 128 targets, 8.0 per game ranking, 15th at wide receiver 97 receptions seventh at wide receiver 831 receiving yards 36 that wide receiver and nine total touchdowns on the season with a 19.6 percent target share in the Steelers offense ranking 41st at the wide receiver position and a 22.5 percent red zone target share in the Steelers offense like I was just saying I really do believe that Juju Smith-Schuster is the third option on this offense I think that Chase Claypool's out of him And I really believe that Deontay Johnson is miles ahead of him in targets. I believe that this offense is also going to try to run the ball a little bit more this season. They drafted Najee Harris for a reason. Now, I understand that the offensive line is complete and utter dog shit in Pittsburgh. It was last year. I feel as though it's gotten even worse in 2021. So they might try to still, though, run the ball Because Najee Harris should be better behind a bad offensive line than James Conner was. There's a reason why they drafted Najee Harris so highly in the draft. And it is because they believe in him to be able to run behind a worse offensive line. Najee Harris is also going to command a decent amount of targets in this offense. So I think that Juju is kind of just left out. He's, you know, he wasn't picked on the playground. You know, when you play like fucking kickball, Juju was the last pick of the draft in kickball but he's still going in drafts in the seventh round. And that, again, shows that on underdog, the ADP is different from ESPN, NFL, Yahoo, because I never really see Juju fall into the seventh round on Yahoo, on NFL, on ESPN. Typically, Johnson gets picked, and then sometimes... Most of the time Claypool gets picked, but then shortly after you see Juju come off the board and the price is too high for me for a wide receiver that I think is not all that efficient. He was not very efficient last season with what he was given. I think he has fallen out of favor in this offense, and I think that this is his final year in Pittsburgh if Mr. Corvette Corvette went to the Chiefs, the Ravens, where he was offered contracts. I don't know why he didn't go there because he would have been the wide receiver one in Baltimore, the wide receiver two in Kansas City. And I would be clamoring right now and telling you guys that I believe Juju Smith-Schuster has top 12 potential. But where he's getting drafted right now on the team he is on, I simply just don't see enough upside to want to draft him over the wide receivers going in in that range so thank you guys all so much for watching this video if you did end up enjoying please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below not only is it free i'm putting out this content every single day to help you guys win your 2021 fantasy football championship make sure you hit that like button down below as well and check out my rankings link down below in the description they're free and if you check them out it really helps me out a ton i love you guys so much thank you for all the support you guys have been showing me recently and i hope you did end up enjoying this video let me know what you guys think of these wide receivers do you dislike like, just like I do at the current ADP, Lockett, Beckham, and Juju? Or are you like, you know what, Nick? That's a little crazy. I like Lockett, Odell, and Juju. Or maybe you like some of them, you don't like the others. Let me know down below in the comment section. I love you guys all so much. Have a great rest of your guys' day, as always. Kapoi!